This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Now launching. Mackie and Judd. We'll we get things rolling with the opening bell. Want to ring the bell? Minnesota has to score in this possession. Timberwolves, 11 total blocks tonight. With everything you and this team have been through, uh, you know, the coaster all season, training camp, what was it like tonight to hit that three? You guys win a big game. Um, it's basketball. I don't think nothing that's gone on before this game has anything to do with us going out there and competing. We all go out there, play together, um, play to win, um, with or without what's going on. You got your whole starting lineup back together, and that's a group that spent a lot of time well. together. Not necessarily. Uh oh. Yeah. What what else? Yeah. Is going so on uh, Jeff is out tonight, oh. and so is uh, Jimmy. What uh, reasons for those? Uh, Jeff uh, has a a knee contusion, and uh, Jimmy is just precautionary rest, general soreness. General soreness. Yeah. With a two game with a day off in between. I mean, he wasn't yeah. able to recover. Yeah, it's just, you know, he, it's, you know, he missed all of training camp, basically, so um, he has, you know, just general soreness, so. So this wouldn't be related at all to his other situation? No. Is Jimmy leaving? Can Tibbs let him go? These are the days of our wolves. Well... You heard the latest drama. Johnny Krasinski, the athletic, will join this very program approximately 3.30, asking uh, Tibbs the question, the feel-good question about you're going to have all your guys, Tibbs, right? And Tibbs said, no, 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 Jeff's out. Oh, and by the way, Jimmy's out too. All right. So, Manny Hill, I'm going to start by reviewing the events of today in the saga of Jimmy Butler. Please do. And then we can obviously react to uh, the latest twist and turn to a situation that's been going on for six weeks now since Jimmy Butler demanded a trade and uh, Tom Thibodeau dug in and refused to trade him. I will start with a story from our guy Johnny Krasinski and Shams of The Athletic that surfaced uh, in the late morning, if I'm not mistaken. Jimmy Butler's not playing in the Timberwolves game on Wednesday night against Utah. The latest step in a six-week standoff between the disgruntled All-Star and the team that has not yet granted his wish to be traded, league sources told The Athletic. Butler showed up to the team shoot-around on Wednesday morning, but did not participate, sources said. After the session was over, he had a brief conversation with Tibbs about his decision and declined interview requests. That's The Athletic setting this up that this could turn into a lengthy standoff. Fast forward. Er, early afternoon, I believe? Adrian Wojnarowski, working his sources for ESPN.com. 
As the Timberwolves remain stagnant in trade talks, All-Star forward Jimmy Butler has an, expressed an intention to join the team, has expressed an intention to join the team on his trip to Golden State for Friday night's game, league sources told ESPN. Houston, Miami, and Philadelphia are among the teams struggling early that have an interest in Jimmy Butler. But there's a collective belief that Tibbs isn't of a mindset to seriously negotiate a trade yet, league sources said. Thibodeau discussed Butler uh, missing Wednesday's game. However, Butler has expressed to associates that he plans to play against the Warriors on Friday night. There's a belief within the Wolves that Butler could target now specific games to sit out trying to force a trade, league sources said. So that is Woj weighing in. That is the Athletic weighing in. Now I've got one more for you. Because just before we went on the air, Rachel Nichols of The Jump, which airs obviously on ESPN, the person who got the exclusive with Jimmy Butler the day that he orchestrated a meltdown in practice, stomped off the floor, and then went right into a studio basically, or I think he went home to talk to her. Yeah. Well, Jimmy Butler called Rachel Nichols this afternoon, and here is what he told her. She tweeted that this out. Spoke to Butler, who told me he plans to sit out tonight's Wolves game because, quote, my body is hurting after he missed nearly all of training camp. He said he doesn't want to see any soreness escalate into injury as he continues to seek resolution to his situation with the Timberwolves. Jimmy strongly pushed back on any idea that he is sitting out tonight as a protest and confirmed Adrian Wojnarowski's report that he plans to fly with the team to Oakland and play against Golden State. He said he plans to be in the arena at Target Center for tonight's game against the Utah Jazz as well. All right. So this now answers the question that we talked about yesterday, which is why did it feel so empty and fruitless to watch Jimmy Buckets pour in 32 points on Monday night before the sold-out Target Center crowd? Yep. This team, I, I give them credit. I give them credit because they have some, I believe, likable enough people associated. They're a, they're a likable, they're a dysfunctional, but have some very good people who work for them. The Wolves do. Mm-hmm. But this team has become impossible to like. Between Jimmy Butler now, playing by his own rules every day of the week, Tibbs misguidedly thinking that he is getting his way and looking like, and there is no other word to use, looking like a complete buffoon. This is a guy who in pregame now, when they announce, and coach of the Wolves, Tom Thibodeau, gets booed, gets booed louder than Butler, way louder, Mm -hmm. at home, and gets this sinister smile on his face. And then you have an owner who sits courtside and doesn't do one damn thing as a player uses the coach. And by the way, the player and coach are both being insubordinate. The player's being insubordinate to his coach, and the coach is being insubordinate to his owner. Yeah. The only guy laughing tonight is our guy Ricky Rubio, because he's got to look down at that Utah Jazz jersey and be the happiest damn person on the well, planet. Well, you saw you saw you remember Ricky's tweet when the when the news first broke that Jimmy wanted the trade when when uh when Shams and 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 Johnny K when they broke the story, you saw Ricky tweet out he tweeted out the face palming emoji. Like everybody he knows Ricky Ricky knows what's going on. Ricky's no fool. No, but he's he's got to be the happiest guy oh, to have that, that's it, what to, I mean. to have his escape these buffoons. Yeah, these absolute buffoons. Nobody in control is doing anything, and Butler's playing them all 
he is basically, I think the Woj report is right. He's going, he has, he is the equivalent of, of buying a Wolves season ticket 20 game package. He's going to pick the Lakers. I'm going to play against the Lakers. I'm going to play against the Warriors. I'm probably going to play against the Rockets. That's a good game to play. Utah? No. Milwaukee? No. Dallas? The Premier Buckets uh, package. He's choosing his own. He's choosing his own season ticket plan to play for this damn team. I'm going to play Tibbs again. Talking. So Johnny asked the question about who's going to play tonight. Assuming it, when he asked the question, everyone's going to play. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play this, and then I got a question for you. Tom, if you get Wiggs back, you got your whole starting lineup back together, and that's a group that spent a lot of time. Well, together. not necessarily. Uh oh. Yeah. What What else? Yeah. Is going so on? Uh, Jeff is out tonight, oh. and so is uh, Jimmy. What uh, reasons for those? Uh, Jeff uh, has a, a knee contusion. And uh, Jimmy, it's just precautionary rest, general soreness. General soreness. Yeah. With a two game, with a day off in between. I mean, he wasn't yeah. able to recover. Yeah, it's just time. you know, he, it's you know, he missed all of training camp basically. So um, he has you know just general soreness. So. So this wouldn't be related at all to his other situation. No. How can any general, saint general soreness? But Manny. How can any sane adult human being with rational thought upstairs be willing to put themselves through what Thibodeau is putting himself through for the sake of one player who is the only way that you could justify this is if you said trading Jimmy Butler is going to cost you a title in 2018-19. But how can any sane, rational thinking adult in any workplace put themselves through what this guy is for the sake of really trying to fight for a playoff berth, and that is it. And my second part of my question is, how can any sane adult human being who owns a team see, watch this? See, that's that, that last question you just asked me, that's exactly where I was going to go with this. Because Glenn Taylor is sitting, like, Glenn Taylor sees all of this. He's not oblivious to, to this stuff going on. He's at every game, sitting courtside, he hears when Tom Thibodeau's name gets announced in the opening, in the in the uh, introductions, and he gets booed loudly at Target Center. Glenn Taylor hears all of that. He sees all of that. He knows what's being said. I I, I just don't understand. Like, how is everybody just everybody ever since the season ended? Everybody's just been sitting around and just. Feeling how they feel about things, but nobody's taking any action. Jimmy Butler is the only one who's taken any sort of action whatsoever. And right now, he's just he's just playing with everybody else involved. Jimmy Butler basically he has complete control right now. Jimmy Butler has no interest in playing for or being with a team that right now he owns. Mm-hmm. He owns this team. Jimmy Butler owns this team. He's in control. He's, in, he's embarrassing. He is one hundred percent in control right now. He's embarrassing a twenty-nine-year-old. Is embarrassing a billionaire owner and his head coach at every single turn. And this is why. And and we're going to go down this path now. This is why everybody's going to pick and choose now when they play. Tibbs can't stop anybody now. If I say I'm not going to play, he can't stop me. I don't care who I am. I don't care who the player is. What's he going to do? Threatened to find you. You didn't find Jimmy Butler. So get Taj, mad at you. So you don't Taj care. Gibson just decided he didn't want to play tonight. Then he could just, do it. Just go up to Tibbs and say, "Yeah, Tibbs, I don't know if I can go tonight." Then General, he can do general it. soreness. Yes. 
Yeah, he's cooked. He's done. General source. He is. He is allowed. He is allowing himself and, and quit tweeting me about how he's playing this right. He is allowing himself to become a buffoon and a clown, and there is no debating that. I just there's what, no debating it. Here's what gets me. I you know. We all we know Jimmy Butler plays his tail off. Like yep. nobody can dispute that whatsoever. Yep. The guy plays his tail off. So of course, naturally, he's got something that's sore. Some body part that's sore. Yeah, of he, course. He, but you know what? All of these guys do. Well, here's what I want to see. All of these guys Here, do. Here's my plea to Jimmy. I want Jimmy to reconsider for tonight. And and here's the trade-off. And it's very simple. Jimmy Butler will play tonight. I want him to call and say, you know what? I've rethought this. I'm sorry. I'm going to play. One condition. Tom, I want you to coach the game in a clown suit with a big nose and, and a horn. You are so savage. And when you're going to yell, I want you I want you to do the horn. Uh, uh. I want you to do the horn. You are so savage. So when you want us to switch, uh, uh. hey, everybody, Tibbs here. Oh, goodness. Tibbs, Tibbs, the basketball coach of a clown. Uh, that's what I want. I want Jimmy to play. Yeah, just, I want him to play, and I want this. I want this Joker in a clown suit with a big clown costume and the makeup and the big notes, a big horn. That's what I want. He just has no control. I just He's I don't. A joke. How, how did we? He's a joke. But but it's because Judd. It's what I've been talking about for weeks. Nobody has done anything. There have been clear issues since. I mean, hell, since before the season ended. Last year, and nobody did anything to do to take care of anything, and now here we are. We have we have this total dysfunction. We have days of our wolves. That's what we have right now. Clown soup. Step right up and see the basketball clown, Tom Thibodeau. Want the Benny Hill music? That might not be bad. Oh, Doogie with a scoop, and I'm sure it'll be very Timberwolf centric. Right after this. Don't go anywhere. More Mackie and Judd coming up next. Oh, that's just what they'll be expecting us to do. On 1500 ESPN. Now, back to Mackie and Judd. Hello, boys. Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios. So what do you think? It's <laughs> pretty cool, I guess. On 1500 ESPN. All right, quick check on your traffic here before we get to a scoop with Doogie. 94 westbound, we've got a crash uh, in Minneapolis. That's uh, near Highway 55 and 35W, so be on the lookout for that. They may slow down your commute a little bit. Otherwise, things moving around rather smoothly, at least around the metro. Now, what's going on at Target Center? That might be a little bit different. Hey, I want a scoop, baby. Scoop, scoop, baby. Back. You got your whole starting lineup back together, and that's a group that spent a lot of time. Well, together. not necessarily. Uh oh. Yeah. What What else? Yeah. Is going so on there? Uh, Jeff is out tonight, oh. and so is uh, Jimmy. What uh, reasons for those? Uh, Jeff uh, has a a knee contusion, and uh, Jimmy is just precautionary rest, general soreness. General soreness. Yeah. With a. Two game with a day off in between. I mean, he wasn't yeah. able to recover. Yeah, it's just you know, he, it's you know, he missed all of training camp basically. So um, he has you know just general soreness. So so this wouldn't be related at all to his other situation. No. Scoop time with Doogie. All right, sir, fill us in because there, there are a lot of conflicting reports out there. One is that Butler, the Athletic initially reported that Butler's not going to play tonight, and that could set him up for a, a long-term 
uh, DNP, his own decision situation. Uh, Woj came back for ESPN and said, no, he's not going to play tonight, but he is planning to play in a high-profile game against Golden State on Friday. And then uh, Jimmy, I guess, called Rachel Nichols of ESPN and said directly, my body is sore. I'm planning to travel with the team, not play tonight. What the hell is going on here? That's a great question, Judd. Happy hump day. Happy Halloween. Halloween, right? Hi, Manny. Yeah, it is. You got the kids going out tonight? They are going out tonight, yes. My suggestion, Jimmy Butler agrees to play in tonight's game if Tibbs coaches in a clown costume. (laughs) Nose and all. Red nose. I'm sure Tibbs is on board with that, too. Can you imagine? He'd do it. Can you imagine Tibbs actually showing a little bit of personality? I think if Jimmy called and him and said... And this guy, Mike Opat, others swear that he actually is a good dude, that there's actually something there, there's some substance. We've never seen it. In two-plus years, none yep. of us have gotten to know Tibbs on any sort of personal level. I know that your 545 guest, Patrick Royce, had lunch or dinner with him a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We were both at that sweet event. In early September, a Twins Yankees game. Yep. Where and I sat there and talked to him about some life stuff for about twenty minutes. How he took his mom to the Hall of Fame, some other stuff. But really, truth be told, none of us in town have gotten to know him on a personal level. Now, in terms of Jimmy, what is going on with Jimmy? Do I think he's sore? I do. Do I also think he's one of the best conditioned athletes? Forget just basketball. In any sport on this planet. I do. Do I think if everything was cool, does Jimmy play tonight? 100%. Yep. This is Jimmy's call. And, heck, Woj is the king of all sports media, right? Like, we all bow down to him because he's got unbelievable sources. But his tweet from a couple hours ago saying that the Wolves suggested to Jimmy to sit out is bogus. That's BS. This is all Jimmy's call. Jimmy slash Jimmy's camp. Jimmy is controlling this whole situation. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't the Wolves. I mean, trust me, Tom Thibodeau is trying to win games. Tibbs wants Jimmy to play tonight. This wasn't the Wolves suggesting to Jimmy after they had the day off yesterday, for God's sake. Well, that's what Johnny K was trying to tonight. get with the day. That, that's why Johnny K's question back to Tibbs was, with a day in between? Correct. And Johnny's and right. And I know Johnny's on here in a few minutes, so he can yeah. he can expound on that. But yeah, I mean, Johnny is spot on. On that. Plus, they're off tomorrow. Even if they were practicing tomorrow. Like, Jimmy could sit out practice if he wanted to. I still don't get the sense, Judd, from talking to numerous people. Some on the inside. Some right on the outside, but with direct ties to the inside. I still don't get the sense that any trade is close. (laughs) Now, it's fluid. I get it. I mean, a new offer could come in in an hour. And this thing could happen fast. But right now, as we sit here... On Wednesday, October 31st at 3.20 in the afternoon, I just don't get the sense that a trade is close. But I'll continue to say that I fully expect a trade to eventually happen. So who is pulling the strings from the Wolves' end right now? It is still Tom Thibodeau and Scott Layden. So Glenn has not yet stepped in. That's my sense. And told Jimmy, he will okay, eventually. I'll, I'll do it. What? Okay, but what's eventually, I guess, well, I don't is know. my question. Or what's your, what's your guess? I mean, the deadline is what? Early February. So it could extend that late. But could it get done here before Thanksgiving? Maybe. I would still keep an eye. When's the value going to peak? Or or has the... It's the value's always already. been there. Yeah. What's changed is teams like Washington. Yeah. Even Philadelphia got blown out last night. You know, but specifically Washington. Miami lost at home to Sacramento the other night. Houston. 
These are teams that want Jimmy. What's changing is these teams are starting to get desperate. Jimmy's value's Jimmy's value. That's not changing. As good as he was on Monday, we all know that he's got that in him. These league executives know that. What's changing is Houston is saying, okay, what the heck is going on here? Even though James Harden is hurt, mm-hmm. we so badly need Jimmy. Now, I'm told Washington, now I can't account for Washington's loss last night. They lost again last night to my guy, J.B. Bickerstaff. The Grizzlies off to a nice 4-2 and two start. Mm. So I can't account for last night. But I can tell you, as of 48 hours ago, the Wizards were not involved. They checked in early on Jimmy. Nothing since. So even though it's easy to suggest Washington, that there's all sorts of issues there. You know, you read some of the quotes from John Wall, Bradley Beal, that the Wizards need to blow this thing up. Yeah, Should they offer Otto Porter? Right now. Correct. But I'm told as of now, or at least as of 48 hours ago, Washington is not a team to watch. I still think Philadelphia is a team to watch. Philadelphia is going to be heard from before this thing is said and done. Not to say that I'm betting on him going to Philadelphia. Maybe it's Miami. But I'm just telling you, Philadelphia is a team to watch. I am told that new GM Elton Brand is a big fan. The trepidation comes from the coach, Brett Brown. And I can't fault the coach, who was the acting GM this summer. Mm -hmm. So Brett Brown, he's been there now for a few years. Brett Brown has say when it comes to personnel. It's not all Elton Brand show. I mean, Elton just took the job about six weeks ago. So Brett Brown has a lot of say. Now, maybe Brett Brown changes his mind. You think about the pieces Philadelphia can offer. Markel Fultz, Dario Saric, Robert Covington. I love Robert Not all three. I like Saric. He's off to a bad start, Manny, but I still think there's enough there. Yeah. You know, so if you could get Saric and Fultz or Covington and Fultz, you do it. I'm just saying, remember Philadelphia in this entire circus. Don't sleep on the Sixers. Do you think that ultimately... Tibbs and Layden will make this trade, or is it going to have to come down to Glenn? To oh, I think it's the latter. Step. Okay. There's still no sense whatsoever yeah. that Tom Thibodeau has any desire to trade Jimmy Butler. Or a willingness. Correct. <laughs> it's still not rational to me, but... None of it's rational. I just don't get it. Judd, how did they not find him? They did not find him when he sat out the first three weeks of training camp... I know. ...and the preseason. I know. That was not an excused absence. They chose not to find him, so I guess in a way it was an excused absence. Well, they made it very much excused, and then the in-practice meltdown is insubordination at its finest. Correct. Like you can't you can't show up late for a practice, uh, basically scream at the GM, the coach, and your teammates, and then be, and then have them say, "That's just Jimmy." That's just he has complete control of he, all of this. He, owns he has the team total now. control. Correct. Of- Everything. It was his call. He knew. His agent, Bernie Lee, was in town, although Bernie's in town a lot. But remember, the Wolves played the night before. Then they travel late night on a Friday night to play Dallas on a Saturday night. Remember, Jimmy did not travel to Dallas. Yes. Yeah. That was Jimmy's call. Of course. How much? Jimmy not showing up at shoot-around the other day with the excuse of illness. Yeah. That was Jimmy's call. How close, Doogie, are we to other players saying, bleep this, I'm not playing tonight if Jimmy's not playing? Well... Jeff Teague is out tonight with a knee injury. If you look at Jeff Teague's track record, he has played through aches and pains. There's a toughness there about Jeff Teague. I'm just telling you, if this was a normal situation, if this game had meaning tonight, Jeff Teague would play. Now, do I think he banged knees 
with LeBron James the other night? Yes, I do. Sure. I think the knee is not 100%. But I'm just telling you, knowing Jeff Teague's history, he's quiet. He's unassuming. But I can just tell you, those close to Jeff Teague will tell you there's a quiet toughness about him. He, he would fight through this. He is now out tonight. Looking looking at Jeff Teague's career right now, and to your point, Doogie, he like never misses games. He has had one season where he did not play 70 games, and that was in the strike-shortened 66-game season. And last year's injury was a legit injury. Remember, right. he missed some games yeah. last year. I, I remember seeing that and thinking, and I was terrified that he had torn his ACL. Correct. When you looked at the way his knee went, it looked like he might have torn something when it ended up being just, what was it, like a sprain or something that kept him out for a couple weeks? But to really get to the root of your question, Jed, I mean, I guess keep an eye on Teague. How long is he out for? But do I think Wiggins, Cat, some other guys? No, I don't think they're going to just sit out because Jimmy's sitting out. All right. More scoops. Where would you like to go? Let's go Twins. I'm still fighting this cold. Coaching staff. It's a bad cough. Coaching staff is being uh, basically dismantled. James Rawson, the hitting coach, is still around. Rudy Hernandez, the assistant hitting coach, is still around. But I believe by that, what, third base coach gone, first base coach gone, pitching coach, who was hired by Falvey and Levine, by the way, Garvin Alston gone. What is the uh, process now? And Alston's still under contract. So they're eating a year of his contract. Okay. He did get a two-year deal. They gave him to Paul as Paul's pitching coach. Correct. So, so that, it surprised me that, that they bounced him this quickly. Jeff Pickler likely ending up in the front office. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, they want Derek Shelton back, but he's interviewing for the Rangers job. Now, who knows what the Rangers are doing? I mean, they're interviewing so many guys down there. Right. So who knows what they ultimately do? But they do want Shelton back. But yeah, they're going to bring in a new pitching coach. Now, I did check on a name. I was told to keep an eye on Derek Johnson, who's the Brewers pitching coach. But he just re-upped. So the Brewers give their coaches one-year deals. Yep. But he did re-up okay. in the last 7 to 10 to 14 days. Okay. So I don't know. I can't tell you Frank Viola's interest. In, he's an interest for years, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think he's their type of guy. I think they're going to hire an analytically driven pitching coach who comes in with new ideas. I think I think Guadardo got let go, and a guy like Frankie V probably holds little intrigue to these guys because they come in as old-school ball guys. I don't think Derek and Thad embrace the old school ball guys. Do you? No, no. I if I had to bet, no. Frank Viola is not going to get the jab, but I can just tell you, Frank Viola is interested. Last thing, did the uh, did, did the Vikings come close at all to making a deal at uh, at the trade de- deadline, which used to be really really slow, and yesterday featured what three or four pretty significant deals? Yeah, Montgomery, Haha, Clinton Dix. Golden Tate got traded. Fowler got traded from Jacksonville to the Rams. So yeah, four. Am I yeah. forgetting one? Thomas. Yeah, at least four. Yeah, Demarius, so five. Yeah. Yeah, Thomas from the Broncos to the Texans. Yeah, yep. Tate from the Lions to the Eagles. No. Okay. I'm told no. By a Viking source, a high-ranking Viking source. Okay. They did not come close to making a trade. Thank they you. did their due diligence. I mean, George Payton in the front office was talking to other teams. Sure. So they did their homework, but no, they did not come close. Cap-wise, they're not. Cap-wise, they're up against it. So if they did make a trade, they would have had to clear room and go to somebody to restructure as well. So I think that, who did that a few weeks ago? Patriots did it? So somebody Well, re- even the Lions did it yesterday. Deal. I mean, Marvin so, yeah. Jones redid his deal. Why the Lions created more space? Yeah. That I don't know. Well, the Golden Tate trade was a little bizarre, but... Well, everything. I mean, Lions. did you see Matt Patricia today talking down to some reporter? Oh, yeah. Have you guys we're, gotten we're, to that yet? We're, we're going to get to that later yeah, today. Okay, good. Sure. We're going to talk Definitely. about it because you know what I like? I, like, I mean, what a bleep show. Seriously. I like, I like football <laughs> coaches telling telling the media how to act. 
and telling us what's rude. Although, you know what? Zimmer is right. About tweeting? Yes. But I just press conferences. To me, for 10 news. minutes, make, yeah, you know what? Make eye contact. Well, then he, okay, then what's, then what's the concession that I get from him? Well, okay, if you're, because if you're going to talk about being rude, you lie, you lie, and I understand why you lie to me. But if you're going to tell me what's rude and what's not rude, it's rude to lie. So if you're going to tell me the truth, I won't tweet. Well, not even lie. I mean, heck, if you're Chris Thomason, like Chris asked a legit question this morning. Oh, Zimmer completely dismissed it. Yeah, he's bad with that one. All and right. It was a legit question. Thank you, it sir. It was. And Zimmer just, he gave him the Heisman. Seriously, he was a stiff arm. I'm not surprised. Okay, uh, ch- check out the scoop with Doogie. You can find that uh 1500ESPN.com, iTunes podcast one. In fact, you're just doing a new one right now. Correct? I am recording a new one right now. All Anthony right. Harris, Viking Safety. We'll be on, plus all of the latest on the Butler situation, as long as I can get some drugs in me and get yeah, my voice Yeah, go get some back. halls yeah. or get some cough drops or something. I fine. need it, seriously. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Sit out th- this Scoop podcast. General soreness. You got throat <laughs> soreness. Gen- general coughing, dude. Yes, yeah, you just, got just general sit, sit out the podcast, general soreness. coughing. Yeah. <laughs> Take a break from the uh, TCL right, podcast boys. studios. Johnny you. Krasinski, the athletic, uh, joins us next from Target Center to fill us in on all the Timberwolves drama. Don't go anywhere. More Mackie and Judd coming up next. Oakley dokely. On 1500 ESPN. Mackie and Judd are back. I have indeed been uploaded, sir. We're online and ready. On 1500 ESPN. Hey, if you want to win a 55-inch TCL Roku TV, you can join Judd Zolgad at Rack Sports Bar in Burnsville from noon to 2 this Saturday for the Ultimate College Football Viewing Party with Dos Equis. Come enjoy an ice cold one and register to win that new TV. More details, of course, at 1500ESPN.com, keyword events. You got your whole starting lineup back together, and that's a group that spent a lot of time well. Not necessarily. Uh oh. Yeah. What? What else? Yeah. Is going so on? Uh, Jeff is out tonight, oh. and so is uh, Jimmy. What uh, reasons for those? Uh, Jeff uh, has a, a knee contusion, and uh, Jimmy it's just precautionary rest, general soreness. General soreness. Yeah. With a two game with a day off in between. I mean, he wasn't yeah. able to recover. Yeah, it's just you know he, it's you know he missed all of training camp basically. So um, he has you know just general soreness. So so this wouldn't be related at all to his other situation. No, Johnny K. Have you ever heard a coach use the term general soreness ever before as a reason for a guy to sit out? It got got me thinking, Manny, about bilateral leg weakness. And, <laughs> you know, those kinds of things. So yeah, it was you know look it's. They had a day off yesterday. They have a day off tomorrow. Um, it's it's just hard to believe, given the context of everything else involved. And, and look, I, I always hate to sort of call into question a player's health or anything like that, but when you have all of this evidence lining up that you have all of this drama going on, and then you have people telling uh, myself and Sham Sharania that, yeah, this is related. He is increasingly frustrated by the lack of movement on a trade. And and this is all part of the the deal here. And so, I mean, it's it's just it, it does not look good. Um and and it it just it's hard to believe, guys. That I I don't know any other way to put it. So what is what is going on here then? Is he basically going to uh to pick and choose a package of games in which he will play and won't play? Or what? Yeah, just what's what's the what's the present state 
in what is clearly an evolving, and as you've tweeted a thousand times now, fluid situation, Johnny Krasinski. Yeah, so when uh, I'll tell you, Judd, that as like kind of after the announcement was made of general soreness and he wasn't going to be able to play, um, I had people in the organization um, who were bracing for a long ab- absence from him. Like maybe this is the first of an extended Le'Veon Bell style holdout. Now, mm. what we are told uh, is that that's not the case, that he does plan on going to Golden State and playing on Friday, um, and, and, but then reevaluating on a game by game basis. So I don't, you know, I don't know what the criteria is going to be. I don't know um, what he's going to need to feel with his body, what he's going to need to feel in terms of the Wolves' efforts to, to make a deal, all of those things. Yeah. But I would say that you know, each game here going forward, it's going to be a question of is Jimmy going to play tonight or is Jimmy not going to play tonight. And that's obviously not a good position for this team to be in. So as a guy who's around this team an awful lot, Johnny Krasinski, tell me this. In your professional opinion, how long can this go on, and, and how de- and how destructive is this to have a 29-year-old player, and he's an all-star, but he's he's still a player, an employee, control everything, including the head coach, the president of basketball operations, who's the same guy, and at this point, the guy who owns this team. Yeah, Judd, I, I don't I don't know the answer to that, to be honest, because I've thought at about six different times during this process that okay, this is going to be the thing that pushes them forward, and this is going to be the thing that, that ends it. I mean, he skipped shoot-around on Friday, guys. Like, he did that. Like, that, that happened. And he still played that night, played really poorly, and still comes back, and there's no ramifications. I mean, like, he has not been held accountable by this team for anything that he's done. And what Jimmy would say is I tried to do it the right way and I tried to do it the quiet way this summer and, and I, I didn't get what I wanted. And so now I'm doing it the more difficult way. So it, it, it could drag on. Um, it could go another couple of weeks. It could go another couple of months. They, they could pull the trigger on something tomorrow. Uh, so um, that, that's just the, the, the issue right now is like this thing continues to drag on and it's, um, it is devastating to the franchise. You know, the fans are fed up with it. There are players who are fed up with it. There are people in the organization who are fed up with it, and and it just keeps going. And so I don't know what I don't know what is going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back. I'm not sure. So Johnny, Glenn Taylor obviously is the owner of the team, and he is at these games, and he's sitting courtside, and he's hearing his head coach and president of basketball operations get booed by the fans relentlessly when his name is announced in the introductions. So Glenn is not oblivious. Obviously he's not oblivious to any of this stuff that's going on and the sort of the perception of the team. So why is he just sort of sitting here and just doing nothing? I mean, we're we're not really, we're not hearing from him. No action has been taken somebody has to come in and because nobody's doing anything. Jimmy has been the only one that's really taken any sort of action whatsoever in this whole situation. And it just, I, 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 I'm just wondering who is going to step in and be the adult here. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, Manny. My, my impression is, is that Glenn 
does not want to make a unilateral move here by kind of usurping Tibbs and Layden and doing it himself. He wants everyone to be on the same page. I don't know that that's possible right now, to be honest with you. There's, you know, I think there are a lot of people in that building that want Jimmy traded, and Tom Thibodeau is not one of those guys. And so um, if you're going to kind of wait for consensus, you're probably going to be waiting for a long time. But that said, it's a difficult position to be in because, I mean, if, if you were to make a move on Tibbs, then you're blowing up your entire front office uh, right in the middle of a season. And there's not really, you know, a many in-house candidates to take over, you know, the top job and, and all of that stuff. And so it, it, it's tough. But, yeah, I, I, I don't know what it's going to take for Glenn to say enough is enough and let's do it. I mean, let's face it, there could be just some really bad offers out there right now. And, and you don't want to just give him away because some teams are starting to get desperate. Look at Houston. Look at Philadelphia. Look at Miami. Look at Washington. There's teams out there that are playing really poorly and may need to make a big move here soon. And so I can see why they want to try and wait it out. Um, but it's hard to do this night in and night out with all of these questions that keep coming up. Have you come to believe that if the Rockets, for instance, truly get desperate, John, that and call the Wolves and make them what you would consider at least to be a quality offer, have you come to believe that Tibbs could pull the trigger on that trade, or is it ultimately going to have to be Glenn who says, no, we have to take this one? Well, I'll say, Judd, after the beatdown that they got on Friday against Milwaukee, it seemed like... Tibbs was a little more kind of acknowledging of the situation than he has been at any point this year. Um, and so I thought that that made, might open a door a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are other teams that continue to say that hasn't been the case in, in what they're seeing. Um, but uh, I, I just I don't see how you can ignore it much longer. Um, you know, that's the other question here is, like, it, it, okay, if, if Jimmy – is going plans to play on Friday? Yep. You know, do you let him do that? Like a, a, after you know what he's kind of doing right now. Um, these these are all questions that I I don't know that he that Tibbs has really kind of got his mind around. And so uh, I, I I my my guess is that whenever a deal does happen, I think the owner is going to be the one that's really put putting the. Uh, the 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 pulling the trigger on it, I would say. What do you th- think the impact of this entire uh, circus sideshow now is on Towns? You know, I, he said all the right things through this. Um, he said, "Look, I'm just going to keep playing and 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 do what we need to do." Um, and so publicly, he's taking the stance that uh, you know I'm just going to be a professional and go about it. I'll tell you, if I'm in his shoes, though. Like, I, I would continually wonder what is it going to take for any kind of accountability or discipline to be put down on, on, on this guy who has just been defiant of the team on many occasions and has been disruptive and has been uh, toxic and has suffered no consequences whatsoever. That, to me, would, would be what I would be wondering about. If, if I were him, I can't, you know, I can't say that he is thinking that, but I just know that if I'm in his shoes, that's what I'm thinking. Do you get the sense, Johnny, that 
anybody on the team right now is is sort of feeling that way. Like anybody's looking at you know, and you don't have to name specific players. Yeah. I mean, I won't stop you if you do, but it, it, just in terms of just sort of the the general perception of the other players in that locker room, because I know there's guys in that locker room that like Jimmy and get along with yeah. him, but. I got to think overall, the other guys in that team have to be looking at this and saying, like, what the hell? Like, this, this can't be, this, they, they can't be okay with this. Yeah, I, I think, Manny, that there are, Jimmy has a lot of backers in that locker room and a lot of guys who really like him and respect his game and, and all of that. Um, I do think, though, that there's just a general exhaustion with this whole situation. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, players are walking out of there today and just shaking their heads, you know, and and just like kind of shrugging their shoulders, like what, you know, just another day here in 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 soap opera land. And so, um, it, I don't know the you, you know, there's probably a couple of players who are genuinely upset and and don't you know and 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 just don't really like the way that it's all playing out like this. But I think probably the the the, the vast majority is just like man, here we go again? Like, are we still dealing with this sort of a thing? And and so it's just more of a, a general annoyance slash frustration than anything else. In your time covering sports, have you ever covered uh, a game as odd as as Monday's win? Because Butler was fantastic. The crowd was great. The place was packed. It was fun. And you looked around as that game unfolded, John Krasinski, and realized it's fool's gold. It means nothing. Yeah, you know, to me, like what I wrote at the Athletic was that you know, kind of the the, the takeaway that I had from that game is what a shame because yep. you see what it could have been. Like Butler was amazing, Towns was incredible. Uh, it, the the place was full. The, the game was entertaining. They won. They beat LeBron James. You know that there were a lot of those games last year that they played as well. Where okay, forty seven wins. Uh, they're they're really competitive. Um, it's exciting. It's fast paced. There's there's a lot going on, and they can build on this. And but then you, you the the ultimate takeaway is this is all sh- you know short lived. Like mm-hmm. at, at sooner or later, it's going to end. And and so it is, I think, hard for fans because they want to just go and have a good time. They want to have a beer, watch a good game, enjoy it, and feel good walking out. But I think a lot of them are saying, man, you know, look at what we had. You know, this is similar to Garnett Marbury or, you know, Garnett Cassell and Sprewell. Like, there, there was this core that was assembled that could have taken this league by storm, and now it's fallen apart. And it's just, it's, it's a shame. There's no other way that I, that I know how to describe it. And tonight it's going to be toxic. Oh, I can't, yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't <laughs> I know. Boo. I mean, that, and. <laughs> I might boo from press roll. I'll get yeah, kicked out, but I might boo. Just be boo. Your headline should be boo, Judd. But uh, perfect. But yeah, I mean, it. don't forget, guys, that who's on the other side tonight? Like Ricky Rubio <laughs> yeah. is coming in, and he is the owner's favorite son. You know, and he, last time he was here, he blew their doors off. And so if, if if they come in without Butler, without Jeff Teague, and they do get blown out. Um, boy, it's it's going to be really ugly in there. You know, um, they're going to need they need Wiggins back. They need Towns to take over. They need a, a a lot to happen tonight to avoid a really good Jazz team from coming in here and just you know just taking them to the woodshed. You you sir refer to it as ugly. I refer to it as very intriguing. 
<laughs> this is right up your alley. I know. I am. Amb- I, I was going to stay home tonight until I saw this. I'm ambulance. No, 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 no. Cha- uh-uh. I'm ambulance chasing of the first degree, sir. Thanks, Johnny. We'll have a spot for you. We'll see you, John. Thanks, bye, hey, Johnny. John Krasinski, The Athletic, does a fantastic job. If you don't subscribe, I suggest you do, because he is on top of the Wolves thing every single day. I'm guessing it's aging him rapidly. I feel really bad for him. I mean, it's a great story to cover. but if you you had to, And for us, it's fun to talk about. But if you had to be on the soap opera every single day in the twists and turns, and I do believe that his, his reporting with Shams at, let's say, 1130 this morning was dead on accurate. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. That's the thing with Butler. Butler's buddy and and I think his favorite player in all the sports is Antonio Brown. Yeah. And he believes he's him. So I believe that Shams and Johnny had the story probably exactly right. But what do they love to do? Guys like Antonio Brown and Jimmy Butler love to change the narrative every half hour if they possibly can. And we heard it from Johnny too that, you know, cuz when I asked him about just how the general feeling is in that locker room and you know, he mentioned a key word, exhaustion. Well, can you, exhaustion. That's and, and exactly right. And yeah. it's probably not just f- from the players. I mean, obviously the players are probably exhausted of this, but Johnny himself has probably got to be exhausted of this. I covered. Like, I mean, this I is, covered far for two years, and I could tell you it it wears you down. It's it's interesting and intriguing to cover, but being mm-hmm. on the story on a daily basis. But yeah, your the point is a great one, which is: can you imagine being Carl Anthony Towns? And I know people are like you should toughen up. But this is dysfunction at its highest rate. Mm-hmm. And you look to the leaders, hopefully, of your franchise at Cat's age to lead, and nobody is. You got a guy, Cat's what, 23 now? Could be, be 23 this month? Next, next month, yeah. He's November. got a guy six years his elder who is running the entire show. Yeah. And you look at, so if you look at Tibbs, you're like, you're a joke, aren't you? I mean, it, it's just, I, and the, the, the thing too is we don't, we're on the outside looking in and we're looking at this whole thing like this is this is a bleep show like this is this is a clown show there's drama everywhere and 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 all of these different things and imagine being a player and you're you know you're Carl Anthony Towns or you're Taj Gibson or some, or whoever a veteran a young player on that team and you're seeing and hearing things that Judd Zolgan and Manny Hill aren't seeing and hearing so the the level of exhaustion and just the and, and on top of that, you know, they they're getting asked by reporters and media members about this situation, and they're probably getting tired of that too. I mean, that's that's why at just at some point, somebody's got to step in and be an adult here, and nobody's doing that. Don't right go now. anywhere. More Mackie and Judd coming up next. Gentlemen, to the medicine cabinet on fifteen hundred ESPN.